Are you ready to begin your journey out of the realm of just theories and into a world of excitement and experience that only comes with braving the unknown? Join us as we speak to entrepreneurs who have faced the challenges of successfully creating businesses at home as well as abroad. Whether it's arts, services, or tech, from Shanghai to Tokyo, Bangkok to Mumbai, we'll help you find your inspiration and turn it into action. Get ready for Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. Now welcome your host, Neville J. McKenzie. Today's conversation is with Geronimo Ramos Leon, a Mexican national and engineer by training. He's probably one of the friendliest people that I know, yet he surprised me by telling me that some regard him as being antisocial. He started working in China in 1998 and moved permanently to Xiamen, China in 2005. He's helped his company's turnover move from $250,000 to $120 million. Last year, he decided that he was going to bring traditional, homemade Mexican cooking to Charmin. So now, without further delay, let's begin. Hello, everyone. I'm with Geronimo Ramos Leon. I hope I got that right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. good. And can you just introduce yourself? Hi. Uh... I'm Jerónimo Ramos León again. Uh, I am from Mexico. I'm living now in Xiamen, in Fujian, province of Fujian in China. Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, happy child from the countryside. I was born in the countryside. I did, my father and my grandfather have a farm. We produce uh, cocoa. We produce a lot, a lot of cocoa. And also we have some house. We have a happy child doing all this thing, growing with the nature, understanding the nature, understanding people. And then I moved to the city to study. Which city was that? Uh, Merida, Merida, Yucatan in Mexico. Yeah, okay. And totally different, okay? When the first time I I went there, uh, I said, I, I want an orange. And they say, okay, I need to have money. To go buy, to buy an orange. To buy an orange because uh-huh. in my hometown I go on the bag on the bag of the jar and I can pick the orange myself. So don't need to buy nothing. <laughs> so how did you feel about that? Something strange in the first three three months. Okay, I study three months and then the the school have some break because they have what did some you study? electronic engineer. And then we have a break after three months. The the university have some some sport activities, national sport activities. So they stop for one week. So I go back immediately to my hometown. Yeah, why? Why did you go back? Because I was desperate. <laughs> desperate. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. first time, the first time outside my my hometown. So I say okay. So I go back to my mom and my papa. And did you think about quitting, or did you think about were you intending to return? In the on the on the way back, I was thinking not no go back, stay there and look for another option close to my hometown to study. But after talking to my papa and my mama, they say you already started, so you go back. Oh, by the way, which city was that? Uh, my my hometown is called Cárdenas, Tabasco. And the city that you went to? Uh, Merida, 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 Yucatán, oh, Merida, yeah. Yucatán. Yeah. And then I I go back, I stay like. In that city, I stayed like almost four, four years and then like five, like 10, 10, 11 years. 
more or less before I, I came to China. And over those 10 years, did you change? Over those years, did you change? Yeah, I changed a lot. Because, uh, living the, from the countryside to move to the city, you need to learn too many things, okay? Different, different, different standard of life, okay? Different things to do. So yeah, change, change a lot. I think I become a little smarter. Smarter? <laughs> yeah. Were you smart before? Don't you think you were smart before? And well, I was. That helped you? Very, always, I am very active person. Always, always, okay? Always want to do something, never stop, okay? Even if nothing to do, I try to find something to do. Always, okay? Very active. So in the city, there is like the, the only activity more common with the previous was like the sport. So I had played soccer all my life. So I had found a way to play soccer always. And you think that helped you to integrate and to meet other people? The fact you did that activity? You know, it's something, something strange in my life that, uh, when I finished the career, I went to join one company, big company, Mexico telecommunication company. And they do have some, some tests, like psychological, so, social development your, for your capabilities or everything. And then, in the test, say that I am antisocial, okay? I am not very easy to become with the group. So you had people. a test that told you you were antisocial? Yeah. And then, but the people say I am friendly. The people, I think the people like me and the way I treat the people. So I have very good communication with the people, but I don't know why the test come with that result. Because, I mean, after meeting you, I would not say you are antisocial. I mean, you're probably one of the most social people I know. Yeah, too. people, but being honestly, being honest, sometimes I try to be alone, okay? But I think yeah. that's a bit different from, yeah. say, calling antisocial, you antisocial. Yeah. 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 So... This thing, when I integrate in the school with the new people, people from different states in the south of Mexico, so different people, so very, in like in one year, we have very, very good uh, friendship. We play together, we drink together, we have fun together. So still, uh, until now, very good friends. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So, you went to a big city in Mexico. Yeah. How many people were in this city? Roughly. I moved in 1986 to the city. I think the population in that city was like 250,000 people. 250,000. And in your village? Uh, my village, I don't know, maybe like 5,000 to 10,000. Okay. Yeah. So, that's one big jump. Yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah, technology. Technology. Like technology uh, uh, school. School, yeah. yeah. So I graduated yeah. like electronic engineer, yeah. Yeah. So after you went to where? The city, I finished my career. I got married too early. I got married too early, like when I was 23. I had to study, I had to work. And then, but finally, I finished my career. Yeah. And I got uh, one job in one company doing the traffic light, electronic traffic light. And then we do some design with another guy, worked there for one, almost two years. And then I joined the, the company I work in now. Yeah, I've been in this company for almost 20, 22 years. 22 years. Okay, so yeah. you've been here for 22 years. And how much of that time was spent in Mexico? Okay, I joined the company in 1994. And in 1998, 
I had my first experience in, in China because the company opened a factory in Dongguan in China. So they asked me to move, not move, okay, but start coming to China to transfer job from Mexico to the China factory from 1998 until 2002. In Dongguan, in 2002, the company moved the factory to Xiamen. They, they moved the factory, and then in 2003, I quit the company for some personal issues. And then two years later, they called me to go back. Why did they call you? They say I am good. You're good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so they say I'm good. They never in the two years. I quit the company. They never, the position I left, they never hired someone, uh, to take my place. So when I come back in two, two years later. Oh, Valeria. <laughs> Valeria. Your only mother's daughter. Yeah. Go back to the, go on the toilet, okay? This is a garbage can in the toilet. Yeah, so in. She's just leaving. But she'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> So, in, uh, the, the position was never taken. They keep the position. So, in 2005, when I come back, I took the position. And they asked me if I can move to live in China, yeah. in Xiamen. And I say yes. I, before I made a copy in Xiamen, it's a nice city, nice place to live. So, I said yes. And I'm here for, in September, will be 10 years. So, when they asked you, when they gave you that call, did you have any special demand? No, I am no difficult person. I am easy person. Yeah. I, I put my limit and I say this is my limit and they agree, they agree, they don't agree, I don't agree. So when I put my, my requirement, they say yes, no problem. I join the company. I sign the contract. The human resource manager give me two contracts. They say one for one year and one open. One open. Okay. Yeah, one open. And they say because nobody told me how long you will work. Aleria. And then uh, I already had 10 more years. So, so, so you've been here now 10 years. Um, when you came to China, what were your challenges? The first is the, the language. Difficult, okay? Even today, after all this time, China, I don't speak Chinese. But I had the skill, very good skill to communicate with the people here. I don't feel like I cannot do things here. I can do everything here. I can work with the... Vendors, subcontractors, peoples. I can do many things by myself. Even I don't speak Chinese. I have very good skill. I don't know. But the people. So you'd say your social skills are your biggest yeah. way around that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, because the people, very easy to uh, get friendly with them. They're open to, to do things. And even though they don't know, they start showing something. So finally, I get what I want. So what do you actually do for the company? Uh, I'm working in, in, in the engineering department in the company in the R&D, research, research department. And I'm doing many activities. Like one is about samples, the first prototype for the customer. And then the first production for the customer. Uh, and then, uh, all the costing because one thing the company needs to make money, so it's the first thing we need to review is the cost. So I do in the costing, and then I do something like when we have quality problems with the customer, I am the one to follow the customer complaints here in China, 
And then we have some uh, subcontractors. I need to work with subcontractors to qualify the subcontractors if they're doing a good job, everything. And I work directly with the with the owner. So this is also meetings every day with the owner. So all basically my my responsibilities. And what does the company make? Magnetic component for all the uh, GPS, for power meters, for computers, for solar. One of the biggest uh, items or products in the company is for solar, solar device, solar panel. This is the becoming very, very huge for us. Okay, so that brings us up to today. Now you, you've got your, you've got your daytime job. Let's call it your daytime job. And we met last night. Where did we meet? We met in a restaurant. Uh, can you tell me? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I like to cook. I always cook at home, and I invite friends to have dinner or lunch. Okay, or when it's my birthday, we prepare a lot of food. I have a friend come over. We have drinks and food. And they always say, yeah, the food is good. We like it. We like it. Okay. But I was not really very interested to open a restaurant or something like that. I had, I had the idea until one, one Mexican living also in Chamen. He, he was teaching English here in Chamen. And he, he was tired. He said, hello, let's go open the restaurant. I told him I don't have enough time, but I can help you. Okay. It's okay, no problem, because I, I go to take care. Finally, one day I found a place, very nice place. It's not very big, but we feel comfortable. We feel it will be a nice area to, to start the, the business. And then we start working. We, we rent the place. We start the decoration. We did like the painting. Many things in the restaurant. We did, did ourselves. You did it yourself. Yeah, yeah, ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I had long time don't do nothing with my hands. So after that, I have hurt my hand. I say, uh, anyway, we start, and then the foreign community living in Chamen, they were very happy because they like they say mostly they are, for example, Americans, and they say they like the Mexican food. But they have, in America, they have something called Tex-Mex. And we try to do is only real Mexican. Real, okay, so you're yeah. doing real Mexican real food. Real Mexican. Who cooked? Who was the... The guy, the other guy was cooking. The guy was cooking. Yeah, yeah. the other guy, Alfredo, he was doing the cooking. I know how to cook some of the dishes. Is my recipe that I learned from my grand, my so mama. So you were like chief taster. Chief yeah. taster. Yeah. Okay. So you were saying good, not so good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That goes back to your quality control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And then in the opening, uh, our restaurant is not so big. Okay. We can allow like now for like mostly 30 people. Okay. At the same time sitting over there. But the opening, we have like 120 people in so the night. A restaurant for 30 people. Yeah. You had 120 yeah. on your opening night. So we occupy all the uh, our neighbors' area. They were not very happy, but finally now that we are very friendly with them, but it was full. Okay, so it's a very very good beginning. Now we have one year, more than one year, one year and three months, and the business is is growing. We have more customers, and now the good thing is that it's all going like more now more Chinese 
now foreigner. Oh, okay, so initially is the foreign community. Foreign community. So now we want to very. We are very happy because the Chinese uh, customers are, are growing. Because finally, what we want to get is Chinese Chinese yeah. customers. Yeah, because foreigner sometimes we have many in in town. Sometimes they go back hometown or, or they move back to their country or move to another country. But the Chinese will stay here. They will be here. Yeah, they will okay. be here. So yeah. they, they we are looking for this. And then we have a plan. I not decide yet. Uh-huh. So let's go back. Okay. So you 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 had your opening, and 120 people, and you've been going now. But last night when I was there, I didn't see your partner. So ah, this was something that my partner is Mexican Canadian, okay, and then uh, he got married uh, with a Russian girl, and they applied to be Canadian. And then, but they are not living in Canada. So the Canadian government say, okay, you have to live here or I cancel all the paperwork. So the guy decide, okay, decide to keep the, the citizen for his wife and his daughter. And he moved back. After three months, he moved back to Canada. So basically, he came the up restaurant. with the, yeah. He and came then, up with the idea. Yeah. And you then, started and then he dumped you for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, for the citizen. <laughs> and then uh, I spoke to my wife. We were in that time. We were in Russia for vacation. And so I, he didn't even tell you to your face. He, yeah, he told me something that he will decide. So when he decide, really, I was in Russia on vacation. And then I spoke to my wife and say, "What will do?" So you why say, were you in Russia? Vacation. My wife is from from Russia. So your wife's from Russia. His yeah. wife's from Russia. Yeah, so and, different towns. Yeah, yeah. Towns. we met all in Shaman. So, I told my wife, said, maybe we need to close because, okay, in the morning I need, I cannot get enough from the restaurant for now, okay? Because I need to more money, so the company give me a lot of money, okay? So, anyway, finally we keep, if my wife said, let's try to, to do the business by ourselves. It's okay. And that, the good thing that, is that in that time she had a throat surgery. That's a good thing. Yeah, because... She only working half time in the oh, kindergarten. Yeah. And the other half day, she has nothing to do. And then she said, okay, I can take care of the restaurant. So you give her something to do while she's recovering. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So she took the restaurant and now she is handling all the promotion, the web page, uh, the wedding tree advisor. She's following the customer tree advisor. So very good improvement that now we are very hip, happy. And I and even I say the other guy Alfredo made a mistake. He left too early. He left too early. Yeah, he left too early. He had to wait because now it's so he when he ready. left, he must have had shares in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah I pay I pay him the his so part. Uh, yeah, fifty percent, fifty percent. So yeah. I pay his fifty percent. I say okay, I I I take everything. Yeah. So so you're the sole owner of the restaurant, or Basic, do you have any uh, other? I have one. Chinese partner is friend because to do the paperwork is a little complicated. You need to do the foreign investment company. So, like, what's a trial, okay, to see what happened? The most easy thing is to look for one uh, local guy. Yeah. It's sometimes dangerous because I hear people, they have these kind of things, and they finally the Chinese take everything. But this guy is working with me 
for eight years. He's a very good guy. Something I can say I am proud is that I recognize when the people are good, when the people are bad. Okay, so I say this guy is good. So that well, goes back to your antisocial skills. Antisocial skills, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so this good is, this guy is good. I spoke to him. I explained to him. He said, hello, no problem. I will help you open the, the restaurant. I, I don't want to be involved. I only keep my name. I don't want to be part. Anyway, he helped us to do all the work. Uh, even was helping in the beginning. He, he never he never asked for money. But does he have shares? How do you... Nothing. No, oh, I just helped you. Oh. Yeah, only the name. Yeah, he do the paperwork, and even now, when I go on vacation, I ask him to help me to go to take care of the restaurant. He go. Okay, yeah. so you so that's covered up to the last year. So yeah. So what other challenges do you have with the restaurant? The challenges the restaurant is that the space is not so big, and then we want to like. We are opening only for dinner time, okay? Dinner time, uh, and then weekend we open for lunch. One is that we want to open for lunch. My wife want to take open for lunch to see how you want with the business in the in the midday. But for dinner, for sure, we are right now. We know that it's it's okay. And do you have any staffing issues? Because many entrepreneurs I know in. China, in Asia, generally, they say keeping staff, training staff. Yeah, we have, we are okay. One of the good things that is that we are in the moment where we start, like, in the moment that China is opening to everyone in the world, and then all, for example, all the ingredients, basically, we can get in China. Mexican uh, brand, so delivery, delivery in China. One of the main products for us is the tortilla. Uh, the factory, one very good factory in Mexico. They have factory in, Shang, in Beijing. And they deliver it to us the tortilla to do the tacos, chicken, everything. And then for the staff, uh, the other guy, Alfredo, he teach one Chinese guy. This Chinese guy is taking all the cooking for one year. Basically, we are checking every time he cook, we try test and they say it's good. Even he did some improvement because he was working, he's working also a chef in the kindergarten and now he improved that something, the flavor is, so, yeah. is better. Yeah. So he, if he went to Mexico? No, he, no, he didn't go to Mexico. No, but if he had, if he, ah. he went to Mexico, he could do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because right now he knows all the ingredients, he knows uh, how much to, to put in the to make a good taste. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, really, we are very happy with him. And we have one uh, one lady who helping us to also to prepare the dishes. The chef start to work like 6 p.m. and the, la- the lady start working 4 p.m. So this lady also already knows how to prepare all the dishes. So we don't need a chef. We need a chef to cook. Yeah. Yeah. In the night when we have more people, yeah, they're together. And then me or my wife, and we have like part-time uh, waitress. We get the from Chamin University, somebody who speaks English or try to improve their English. So with the the staff. So how do your staff? How long do your staff stay? Ah, uh, they they sometimes one month, sometimes three months, sometimes 
Uh, even one week. Yeah, so you have a high... Because in, yeah. around Asia and China, I've seen, and just generally around the world, restaurant staff. Would you say that's a big issue or is that something... No, it's not, not big issue because in the same way they go, the same, the same way we have easy to get new people. Okay. And we're talking to my wife, we need to get someone stable. But also one of the things the, for the waitress position, we need to want someone who speak English. And this one we already try, a little difficult. So it's more easier to get a student from the university, but they, they are not for long, they say months for months, okay, they, they leave. And what about Spanish speakers? Ah, no, no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> okay, so where do you see the future of the restaurant? I see the future that uh, I am almost decide okay one of the one of the challenges of my of my my life is that i say that when my boss the owner of the company retire i will retire because the company will have a big change taking care for the his son so it will be totally totally different does he know that no they don't know that then maybe yeah. i should cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't know that but it's something that I, I don't want to hide, okay, because it's something that me, my friends know, okay. Every, every almost everyone knows. I say one day he's not there, I will not be there. So, so you're probably going to get an offer from the sun to keep you. I don't know him. yet. <laughs> I don't know yet, but this is my decision, and then I already discussed with my wife that our future is the the restaurant. The restaurant. Yeah, I like I like the do the service to the people, talk to the people. Made the people happy. If you see in TripAdvisor all the comments, they are very nice. TripAdvisor making yeah. Oh, yeah, I have to, yeah, you have to look at the TripAdvisor. The comments are genuine, genuine, pure. Okay, people that they do by themselves and very nice. Okay, they good comment. The first thing, the most important is they like the food. The second, they say the friendly environment. And then the the place that is quiet, cozy, so this so this will make it happen. To, I say we want to we are on the way. Okay. Okay. So let's move on. Now I notice. Well, it's quite obvious that you're on crutches. <laughs> Why are you on crutches? <laughs> My life is uh, always soccer. I play soccer since I was maybe seven, five, six years old. And then uh, I had some problem in my left, my left leg in the meniscus. So I had the surgery like two weeks ago. But it's going well, okay. The doctor told me that I need to use the coach two more weeks and then... So that will you be playing again or...? No, they, they told me... Difficult. You're retired. Retired. I am 48 years old, so also it's already time to... Well, like many international footballers that I've seen, yeah, they retire and they open restaurants and they're going. So this looks like yeah, <laughs> in the right direction. Well, one of one of my son told me, Papa, you are you are not going to play the World Soccer, the yeah. World Cup. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this is something that many people, I think, many have this problem, this kind of problem. But the good thing is that already fixed. Yeah. Okay. Fixed, so, so wish you a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we touched on competition and some of the issues. 
Um, you mentioned last night during our so there was a second Mexican, Mexican, Mexican restaurant. Mexican, yeah. yeah, there is a, some uh, Mexican pilot working for the local Shaman airline, the local airline, and they decide to open the restaurant basically at the same time with us. But they start and they were not there taking care. Like us talking to the people, asking the people what they want or how they feel, okay? So they give to the management to, to local people, Chinese people. Obviously, they, after some time, I think about like four or five months, they have to shut down, close, because not enough business. I think the, the management was no, not so good, okay? I tell you because when you need to do business, you have to be there. It's not possible they try to business and ask someone to take care. It's not, no, no possible, okay? I see my, I had very good respect for my boss that the company is all, he was always there. He's working like 18 hours every day, no Saturday, no Sunday. So this is why the companies grow. I will tell you, when I joined the company in 1994, the company was selling like 250,000 US per, per, per year. Right now it's more than $120 million per year. So it's a big, uh, big change in and, like 24 years. And you'd put that down to the man at the top or the woman at the top being there yeah. to keep things moving forward. Yeah. And you feel that that's how you're going to run your restaurant. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 the business is like you get married with the business. Okay. Give you good things, but also the, like you become like slave. But it's something you can you can handle, okay? Because you train people. I always believe that training people is something very good, okay? I working with the Chinese people, training people for almost sixteen years how to do the job, how to do these things, okay? And they go, and then some new one come. It will be will be. Uh, I will do the training again. I don't have any problem because I believe that the training is the base of everything. And but, uh, does anyone ever come back? They you train them, they leave. Yeah, they come back. Yeah, we have like the our backup plan yeah. with the, some gears that sometimes they are available. So we say, hey, are you available this weekend? He we said yes. So we know that I don't need to go there. Because they can take care. They know everything. Okay, for example, if I don't have time weekend to go midday, they know everything. So this is good because the training is good. And you put that down to also the, the training, the relationship. Yeah, yeah. With them. how to treat the people, how to say, be friendly, take care, pay attention. Yeah, this is... So that test, if we go back to that test that you took that showed you your antisocial, did you say I'm antisocial? I need to compensate, or did you just say the test was wrong? I I believe the test was right. I tell you, you believe the test was right. Yeah, because <laughs> inside, okay, I am, I am. When I start talking to the people, I become very friendly. But sometimes, if I see someone, maybe I will not say hello. I will hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something is strange. Yeah, but if I start talking to the people. I have my American friend, one of the best friends here in Chamin, Tommy, Tommy Reynolds. I say he, I am the best Mexican. <laughs> and I tell him he's the best American. We're very good friends. 
we don't meet every here we don't meet like every week or maybe mostly one time per week very good friends and then he he liked me his family like uh, us okay, we met together but going back to the test I think the test was was in some way right I just don't believe it I know, I know, but I know myself. Yeah, but I don't believe that a test can label somebody as antisocial and that person is you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's wrap up now. And okay. um, if anyone wants to eat at your restaurant, do you want to give the address? You can go to Three Advisor, like Katrina Shaman, and you will see all the comments and then every, all the information is over there. So what's the name of the restaurant? La, La Catrina. La Catrina. La Catrina. Okay. La Catrina is a Mexican name for the dead. For the dead? Yeah. It's a very, the, the skeleton dressed with, like the lady. So it's very popular. Mexicans are funny guys that they love for everything. Yeah. And they say, in Mexico, we say that when somebody dies, everyone is happy. Because it's free food, free coffee, free drinks. Sometimes in Mexico we have in the house, okay, and they are doing the the ritual for the for the people who are good. Yeah, uh, the people are drinking, eating, so everyone is laughing. So Mexicans are very strange. Okay, so La Catrina, La Catrina, yeah, in Shaman, La Catrina in Shaman, in Three Advisor, and you will see it out there. Okay, thank you very much, Ronimo. No, thank you, Neville. Okay, thank you for this opportunity. Okay, I think it's the first time I had this kind of interview. Uh, I work every day with customers, with people, talking to the people in meetings, okay, explaining things, okay, discussing because this is something, something different. All right. Thank <laughs> you. And um, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What is this drink? This is spicy michelada. And what goes in the spicy michelada? A lot of ingredients. Tell me. Yes, there are Worcester sauce, Maggie seasoning, Tabasco sauce, tomato paste, pineapple juice, orange juice, tomato juice, salt, paprika, paprika pepper, black pepper, white pepper, tahin pepper, lots of love, and some secret ingredients. The secret. This brings us to the end of this episode of Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. Now we need you to hit the subscribe button and head over to asiabizstories.com for more great information on how to take your inspiration and turn it into action. Thanks again, and we look forward to having you join us next time on Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action.